Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. What's up, jabronis? <laughs> How you doing this morning? Happy Friday. <coughs> Happy Friday. Thank you to uh, Ohio. Uh, somebody from Ohio took it upon themselves to listen to, I think, all 360-something episodes. So, <laughs> shout out, Ohio. Unless you just accidentally left it running. Somebody, I think, uh, Wednesday literally listened to every single episode of the podcast. So, I don't know if it was a fed. <laughs> it's probably a fed. I, it's too hopeful to assume that it's just a fan. It's probably a fed. Or somebody else trying to, like, I don't know, get me involved in some nonsense. Well, Mr. Rossin. Mr. Rossin. Episode number 68, you said that all women were bimbos. Do you wish to um, explain yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. How's that for an explanation? <laughs> uh, how's some buckshot? How's those little beads flying at you at how many thousands of feet per second? <laughs> Mr. Russin. We need you to send in your tax ID form. Wait, Mr. Russin, this is... A, da, da, da. It's just... It's always women, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like anytime I got to deal with some bullshit from the government or some other... You know what I mean? It's always women. It's, I'm not suggesting we shoot women. That's not, that's not it at all. I was shooting the problem <laughs> in, that, in that example. See, it's just like, you know... Oh, there's this video I shared yesterday this lady that goes into Wells Fargo in Tennessee and they wouldn't give her, her money they wouldn't cash her check because she wasn't wearing a mask she's like dude there's no mask mandate I don't have to I don't have to wear a mask in here and the cops end up coming and anyways I think this lady was a lawyer and uh, she wasn't messing around bro and she ended up taking all of her money out and it was so much money the bank didn't have it on hand isn't that crazy and of course, who first is the two female employees giving her a hard time, and then a female cop shows up, and she's giving her a hard time. And then finally, a male manager comes out of the back, of course, somebody with some sense, and says, all right, all right, all right, let, let me just get a form filled out for you so that we can order the cash to have it be withdrawn. She's like, thank you, finally. It's just, you know, women like to enforce stupid rules. That's why COVID got, that's why the whole COVID thing happened the way that it happened. And again, I know I dog on y'all a lot, ladies. I know, I know. But the ones that, the ones that listen and, and have some common sense, you need to start reeling these other psychos in. You got to reel them in. And then the tides are turning, you know, the whole Me Too thing, that's starting to get flipped up on its head. You know, you see what happened to the Dodgers pitcher. You see what happened to um, Conor McGregor. You know, some girl just says he groped her at a game. And it, she then she just like, yeah, I lied. You know what I mean? It's just all these all these women are liars. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Remember when they said believe all women? Can you Isn't that the most insane statement you've ever heard in your life? Most of the women I know are pathological liars. <laughs> you got you out of your mind? Believe all women? <laughs> but that's starting to get flipped on its head. I think 
I think what we're going to see here is a resurgence of masculinity. And you know what's encouraging? It's the younger generation coming up. The younger generation of young men. I don't know if you want to call them Zoomers or whatever they are. This new young generation of men is actually starting. So Christianity has been on the decline. They're starting to become more Christian. Uh, whereas past generations like mine were very pro-LGBT, whatever. This generation is increasingly anti-LGBT. So we're going to see here, I bet, in the next couple of, I'd say 20 years, if not sooner, we're going to see a major shift in the cultural rhetoric. A major, major, major shift. Um, I, you're starting to see more intolerance of perversion stupidity in the matriarchy the gynocracy as i like to call it you're going to start to see a major shift here soon because this new generation of young men and you know a lot of it i gotta tell you what i gotta give andrew tate some props bro uh andrew tate love him or hate him i don't agree with a lot of what he says a lot i do agree with I don't agree with his views on marriage and child rearing and Christianity. You know, he's all of a sudden a Muslim, whatever. Um, I don't agree with any of that, but a lot of the, his societal views and how to make money. I also don't agree with pouring women out for webcam services. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's a great way to make money. I don't think it's a, I don't think, I, I don't agree with womanizing. You know what I mean? Just having sex with a bunch of women and being super proud of it and throw like I don't think that that's obviously very good but a lot of his other views I very strongly agree with and he's given he's given men a voice again he really has and, they, and these young men it's so funny you you could see the panic in the in the matriarchy look at what they did to him look they do the same thing they do to every strong i just ran a red light they do the same thing they do to every strong man that gets too strong of a voice sex stuff every single time andrew tate human traffic he never human trafficked anybody and anybody believe that believes he's a human trafficker is a retard without a doubt Look at what they did to uh, Russell Brand. Same thing. He starts speaking out against the government and society and all this. Bam. Sex stuff. Look at it. It happens. You just listen, men. If you want to have a voice as strong as me and, and much stronger like Andrew Tate or Russell Brand and you really start to speak out against the things that are wrong, they're going to come for you. They're going to say that you did something with your penis that you shouldn't have done. It, it, it's, it's invariable. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, it happens every time, dude. Every time. Anytime some dude starts routing, uh, running counter current to society, wham, sex stuff. Ah, uh, some girl from 20 years ago. Oh, he choked me too hard and I passed out. You know what I mean? Just like this stupid, like, you know you liked it. You know you liked it, you bimbo. You you were asking them to do it. You were harder, harder, harder. You you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's if it even happened. You know, this whole like just yeah, let women just get away with being lion whores is it's starting to come to an end. You can see it's coming to an end very, 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 very quickly here. <laughs> it really is. 
you'll get away with it for a couple more years. But the thing is, the truth the truth is always revealed. So all these women that had, had said these things about Russell Brand and, and and the Dodgers, like the Dodgers pitcher, you know, those text messages came out. So that poor guy had to hold on to those text messages all the way through litigation where they clearly demonstrate that these girls set him up. Look at what happened to the Dodgers pitcher, bro. This this succubus, this whore, was talking to one of her friends and said, oh, I need him to choke me or slap me around a little bit so I could say that he raped me. Oh, go get that bag, girl. Go get that bag. And she, and, the, and, the, and here's the thing, and this is what I was talking about yesterday, women not taking any accountability for being giant steaming piles of dookie. They, she comes out and still defending herself. How oh, those were taken out of con- out of context? Give me all of the context, and it's still going to be horrific what you said. It's very clear. And then she's like, "Well, he was actually abusive. You deserved it. If he was, you should have. You know what? He should have hit you harder for sure. He should have beat your ass." <laughs> You know what I mean? You're sitting here talking with your friend, plotting to ruin this guy's life because he's got money. Bro, you want equal you want equal rights, ladies? You're gonna get equal lefts too. Wham wham. Two peach with the diet coke. <clears throat> now, please don't go hit women. <laughs> Stop. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh it's you know. Though you ever seen those videos where like a woman hits a guy and thinks she's gonna get away with it and the guy just rocks her shit? There's one of this Australian guy and uh, I think he's holding up a street sign, he's protesting something. And this little fat girl comes up to him and she's arguing with him and she's like, Well, I think you're pretty dense. And he looks her up and down, he says, I'm dense, look at you. <laughs> Because she's fat. Then her friend slaps him in the face. And she goes, don't fat shame my friend. And he just starts laughing. He just starts laughing like a psycho. And then (laughs) rocks her into the next dimension. And then some fat dude comes running at him. He plants him on his ass too. He's like, come here, fatty. (laughs) Punches him too. It's the best thing in the world. It's absolutely, it's divine. It's absolutely just such a, it's one of those videos you could watch over and over and over again. Because this little, this girl with this short haircut, these big stupid glasses and a nose ring hits him, slaps him in the face. And you could see she's never had to deal with consequences. Because if she had ever dealt with consequences just one time in her life, that little voice in the back of her head said, hey, I probably shouldn't slap this full-grown man. But because she's a woman, and she's been told her whole life she could do nothing wrong, and she's been oppressed by society and the patriarchy, she just thinks she could do whatever she wants. Wham! I'm telling you. Listen to me. You're ne- it might take two years. It might take five years. It might take ten years. But it always catches up. Life will always find a way to teach you the lesson. Life will always find a way to teach you the lesson. I promise you that. Nobody escapes justice. Nobody escapes justice. Never. It doesn't ever happen. It always. Everything always comes to light. And justice is always served. 
It's the scales that need balanced in the universe. You know what I mean? Oh, you think you got away with this? Wham! Cancer diagnosis. I'm telling you, some, some people call it karma. Other people, it's just, it's God. It's, oh, you think you're going to get away with this? Wham! Your best friend dies. So you think you're going to get away with this? Wham! Your dog gets hit by a car. Oh, you think you're going to get it? Like, it, the, the, it, the cosmic scales of justice always balance. Always. So, just, uh, I, I, again, I'm not trying to glorify violence against women. There's no evidence in my life. This is the same thing I was saying the other day. Somebody could call me a racist. There's no evidence in my life to support that. Somebody could say I'm a misogynist and a woman beater. There's no evidence in my life to support that at all. You know what I mean? Um, I just appreciate justice. I do. I really do. I appreciate justice. And I'm, I, I, it gets, it, it tickles me in a very special place. <laughs> when I see people that are entitled and thinking that their victims get, when that, when the scales <laughs> balance themselves out. And again, it, it, it's, 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 a, it's obviously a, a hole in my game spiritually because, uh, you know, you're not supposed to gloat over. Your, and, and I mean, I don't really have any enemies. You know what I mean? I don't have anybody I would consider an enemy. I've got really devoted fans. That's what I. That's what I call them. They're they're my biggest fans. They bring me the most views. They talk about me the most. They get my name out there the most. I've got some very very devoted, some very devoted fans. Thank you for all of the. My Instagram just exploded again. You know what I mean? I just I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for my biggest fans. But, I don't know, man. There's really no lesson to what I'm saying today. Other than justice is always carried out. Might not be this year, might not be next year. But it's going to happen at some point. I, uh, I'm feeling especially fired up this morning. I was really feeling myself today. I don't know if I'm going uh, I don't know if I was like slightly depressed for a little bit and now I'm going into a stage of mania. But uh I tell you what. You would talk about this when you have a daughter. That's exactly why I talk about it. And I think I've got another daughter on the way, by the way. So I'm gonna be a girl dad times too. And God willing, I say this with all humility, that they stay healthy. God grants them with long, healthy lives. I cannot wait 20 years from now. I cannot wait to line my daughters up against the, the women of contemporary society and just sit back and smile and know that they are of an extremely a far superior caliber. I can't wait. Because you're going to be raised right. My daughter would never cut her hair short, put in a septum piercing, and go out onto the street slapping dudes in the face. It would never happen. It won't happen. Because those daughters come from households that lack love. Those daughters come from households that lack accountability. And if there's anything my daughter's going to know, we talked about this a little bit the other day, 
my daughter is going to know that she is loved, valued, appreciated, beautiful, intelligent, like she's going to be, and already is, so fiercely loved that she's not going to have a hole like many girls now do in their hearts. They fill it with, you know, let me post half-naked pictures of myself on the internet for validation. Let me bang some dudes for validation. Let me, they're just trying to, they're trying to fill a hole, right? She's going to be so surrounded with love and care and tenderness and appreciation. She's going to get the most tender sides of me. But she's also going to learn to take accountability. Now, if God grants me with a son, the accountability that my son learns is going to be very different than my than my daughter's. Very different. And and probably I'm going to be much softer on my daughters, obviously. They're little they're little women. But uh I can tell you right now, they're going to take accountability. Cuz too many of these women running around no accountability. They had shit fathers, moms, their dads not around. Mom's an alcoholic. You know what I mean? They're just losers. And and, and you say loser parents usually give rise to losing losing kids. Little snobby brats that think that they could do no wrong. You know what I mean? My that's not how my daughter's gonna be. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, she's gonna get just loads of tenderness and love, but she's gonna be held accountable, damn it. I'll tell you that right now. No free passes because you're a little girl. You know what I mean? Now, does that mean I'm going to make her pile rocks in the backyard and logs like I am my son? Probably not. I actually haven't I haven't decided how I'm going to discipline my daughter yet. It's probably going to be more mental. Like, all right, now I need you to write me a five-page essay on why you don't raise your, your voice at your mom. And I'm going to grade it. And if you don't get an A+, you're doing it again. It's probably going to be something like that. Whereas my son raises his voice at his mother. He'll probably get whacked on the rear end and then sent outside to go stack wood for three hours. You know what I mean? That's the kind of accountability. But, so love, accountability, and again, strong values rooted in Christ. If she's got a father that loves her, a mother that loves her, and Christ's love, and has an intimate relationship with Jesus, nothing, there's no hole in her heart. There's nothing missing. Everything she needs is there. Everything she could ever need is there. Because that's all little girls need. And, you know, guys, honestly, I know I'm really hard in my delivery sometimes. But I've started, when I look at these women that do these things to, to people, other women, men, that are rotten and don't take accountability, I try to see past that and look at the little girl who's trying to fill a hole, a void in her heart. I look at the little broken girl who maybe just wanted to spend more time with her dad, but dad was always working. You know, or maybe... Wanted a good relationship with her mom, but her and her mom could never seem to get along, you know. Or maybe just went through a series of bad guys and just has never had a loving relationship where they felt valued and appreciated. Or, you know, I just, I try to look past the broken, 
marred individual to that little girl, you know, and that having a daughter has changed that for me. You know what I mean? I just picture that that woman as a little girl in a little bouncy toy thingy. You know what I mean? Like looking around and trying to be loved and nobody's, oh God, it breaks my heart. Nobody's loving her or paying attention to her. You know, I try to see that, you know? So funny, Ada, yesterday, um, she's got this thing that she could walk in. It's like this little walker with wheels on it. It allows her to walk around, but it's like got... She's, like, encased in it, so she can't, like, bump her head into anything. And my wife and I were in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, we just hear her yelling and screaming and crying. And I go running. I'm like, where is she? She had gone all the way down the hallway, made a left, and somehow gotten into our room. And you know how kids are, dude. You turn your head one second, wham, they're gone. They're so fast. They're like cats. And, um... You know, so I hear my daughter screaming, and I go running down the hall, and I look in her room, and there she is. The room's all dark, and she turned around, and when she saw me, there was just a look in her eyes, like, oh, daddy's here. It's okay. And she was scared because she was back there alone. She's never alone. You know what I mean? She's seven months old. She's attached to her mom's head 24-7. The only time she's alone is when she's sleeping. And when I turned that corner and she whipped her head around and saw me, you know, because she's looking around, looking around, where's mom? Probably mostly mom. But she's like, where's mom? Where's dad? And she whipped her head around and she saw me. She stopped crying right away. She didn't quite smile because she was still scared. But there was like almost like a look of relief in her eyes. And I grabbed her, scooped her up into my arms and gave her a big kiss. And I let her know that everything's okay. You know, some women were lost in a dark room and nobody ever came to get them. Nobody ever came to get them. And that breaks my heart. And that's the struggle I have is adults should be held radically accountable, yes, for their mistakes and what they do to other people. But there's almost like an element of mercy in my heart because I know at some point you were just that little girl screaming in a dark room and nobody came to get you. And uh, that's really sad. It's really sad. So, I don't know. Those are my thoughts for today. Love you guys. Let's.